It's time to hit the slopes. Ski and snowboard season is officially here. Coming up on this episode of We're No Damn Experts, we're talking with two members of Showdown's ski patrol team about some funny stories, mishaps on the slopes, and more importantly, how to stay safe as you head to Kings Hill. Now, a quick note, we recorded this podcast before Showdown announced an earlier opening. So just so you know, Showdown is officially open as of today, November 25th. So you'll hear us reference December 9th in the podcast. Just know that's old info. They're now officially open for the season. All right, here's the episode. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Shannon Newth. And, and we're, we're No, no damn, damn Experts. Yesterday it snowed. It did snow. There's some places you can a tiny bit still see it. Maybe in the mountains. I haven't looked at the mountains yet, but there's probably still white. Yes. So I couldn't be more excited for our topic today. Yes, it's perfect. And I know, Shannon, you've had this one in planned for a while. So I'm going to yes. let you do the greatest honors of introducing, of introducing our the guests. experts because there's you know there's a short list of things I know very little about. <laughs> this is one of them. There's a short list of things you know very little about. Correct. Or a long list of things you don't know. No. Things. Oh, mine's a I'm, long list of things I don't know about. You know, I pride myself oh. on trying to be somewhat okay. smart in things, but <laughs> this is but one not of those. in this. Okay. All right. So today on the podcast, we're excited to have Justin and Aaron. They're representing Ski Patrol today, and we're getting ready for the ski and snowboard season, talking all things what to do and what not to do when you're on the mountain. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having us here. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. So let's do a real quick, um, Ski Patrol is not your life, would be my guess, just based <laughs> on the logos that are on the clothing in the room. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. let me just share, Aaron, longtime listener, one of our members. First time caller. <laughs> and the original, you'll love this, walk star in our community <laughs> the owner of teriyaki madness here yeah. in great falls which you have fantastic commercials i'll just say that well you've done. honed in on that yeah thanks i do mm-hmm. appreciate it and we are open for lunch and dinner today at 1710 <laughs> 10th avenue south love it and every get, day get fueled up or fuel up after your ski day one of the two options yeah so i have more in common with aaron because i like food, food. he makes food <laughs> Justin, Great Falls Emergency Services. Literal lifesaver. Correct? Yeah. yeah, that's that's correct. So, yeah, I came here from my day job, which is managing the <laughs> paramedic ambulance service here in town. So, thank you for <laughs> so saving you're, lives. So, your life both in Ski Patrol and regular is, you know, trying to keep people alive and help there them when they've done bad things. There are some similarities there, yeah. yeah. Ski <laughs> Patrol is a nice fit. Yeah. yeah. So, you're all skiers. How long have you guys been skiing? Since birth? Since... Uh, <laughs> 30 you decide to pick it up i've been skiing for quite a long time actually mm-hmm. in fact nearly since birth wow uh, i actually grew up in maine okay on the coast Ooh, okay. of maine in an area a that's of... a little bit hilly so there actually was a ski hill a very small oh, ski yeah. hill there okay so we could actually go there after school so oh, from fun. like third fourth grade on um, I've been putting skis on. Nice. I've, uh, uh, I'm born and raised in Great Falls, and uh, let's see, I'm in my mid-50s, so Since about birth? 45 years. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, early for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. So I've got, you know, a good uh, two times I've skied under my belt. So Is that it? Um, that might be an exaggeration. I might have only <laughs> so gone once. once. <laughs> This, this so winter, you thought maybe. going to was this, better? This winter you can make a change. Yes. Yeah, I would have to take some lessons. So maybe really you need to like give stuff. them a heads up before you come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they're I think there would be like you. a huge PSA on <laughs> yeah. the mountainside. Rebecca like, is we have radios. Showing up. Yeah. We, we, we have radios. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make sure to let everybody know what color coat you're wearing. Uh-huh. Uh, the last time I went to the ski hill was actually this winter. I went to yeah. Teton Ski oh. Pass. Oh, nice. Oh, for well, lunch. Yeah. Don't let her fool you. It was not to ski. 
like not joking showed up in the cutest little outfit and they were nice to me like i was ready for people to go who's this that's poser? the friendliest place uh, so yeah. so rebecca you know i'm also a ski instructor at showdown i'd love to give you a lesson okay hey there you go yeah we'll we'll put that um on the agenda of things that i could do with my life besides just eat you yeah. could also eat and it could be a cute outfit. It's just maybe yeah. different than your normal idea of a cute outfit. So you've been skiing for a long time. Is that a prerequisite to be part of Ski Patrol? It's actually not. Um, one of the members of our control uh, of our patrol, Karen, uh, she's actually won several awards and is now a senior uh, uh, a senior member of the Ski Patrol. Um, it's kind of a level that you've got. Uh, senior is a, you take some tests, and she's entirely a medical patroller. She just does first aid. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I mean, that seems very important. It, it's more important than the skiing. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what's the distinction then? What are the different levels if you have people who don't ski but are on Ski Patrol for the first aid? The, on a given day, we typically have um, a team on duty, and most of that team is actually on the mountain, okay. um, on skis or snowboards. Mm -hmm. But then we do staff a first aid room at the bottom of the mountain, and that's the, oh. the, the kind of person who may not be a big skier or snowboarder, but has the first aid and medical skills mm -hmm. to, uh, to staff that room so when folks walk in with issues, they can take care of them. Nice. And this is available every time you go up to Showdown when it's open? Yes. And you only work at Showdown, or do you work at Teton as well? Just uh, Teton's got their own patrol. Okay. There we go. So what, okay, walk us through the process. You're like, I want to go be a ski patroller. Is that right? Patroller? <laughs> That's right. Patrol so, uh, person? Yeah. The first step is get a hold of somebody on patrol. We, uh -huh. can, get you, uh, uh, we can get you into a class. Um, we have a class that's called Outdoor Emergency Care. It's roughly equivalent to an EMT basic course. Um, and uh, if you're a, a paramedic or a doctor, you might be able to just take the test and challenge the test. So you, you kind of sped through that process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, That's a pretty involved yeah. course. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's a very good first aid medical course. Mm. And yep, like Aaron yeah. says, that's one of the first steps yeah. in becoming a ski yeah. patroller. So if I take that course, then I can probably volunteer tier to me at the emergency services for Great Falls as well. Like you do an ambulance oh. ride along. The oh. You can always do an ambulance ride along with us. Oh, yes. no skill required. Absolutely. <laughs> no. we, we do community rides, community awareness rides. Oh, yep. okay. Something but, I uh, probably will never take up uh, just in general. Not, not your thing. No. Yeah. I don't but, have that skill set. You know, yeah. I think it takes a certain personality to be comfortable in those in situations. And I'd really just sit in the corner just staring like, oh, my God, this is happening. Yeah, you have to be willing to take action. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's a really interesting point because I hear that very often. Mm. And what I've found is that once folks receive some training and some organized training and actually have a plan, know how to approach a scene where someone's been hurt mm. or they're sick, they actually feel very different about it. And they find that they're much better at it than they thought. Oh. I've seen that time and time again. Interesting. Where someone's like, yeah, it's not really my thing. I probably so can't like do that. So it's like just a trigger where it's like, okay, this is the steps that I'm going to go yeah. through once in this situation. Prepared. Yeah. Right. So once you've had the training, once yeah. you've, I mean, we have lists, we have things that you're supposed to do if somebody's in an emergency situation. And I'll tell you, uh, it, Doing this has brought more confidence into my life than a lot of other things that I've ever done. I was going to ask because uh, you know, obviously Justin's coming from an emergency services background. What did you have any medical training, yeah. EMT type training, going into your patrol days? I mean, not more than basic first aid. I mean, sure. I've been a, a scout leader for twenty years. Okay, but. well that seems helpful. <laughs> yeah, that seems helpful for a lot of things in that position. Yeah. Okay, so you you go through EMT training. What's kind of the next step before they throw you out in the mountain, or are you thrown out onto well, the mountain? Next? Once you've taken the test, and I think it's in, you got to pass with an eighty percent on the written and pass the practical. Okay. Then you pay your dues, and you're a member of the of the National Ski Patrol. Is there a ski test though? Like, do you have to be able if, to make it down a black diamond, or like, if, what's the? If you want to be a uh, alpine patroller or mm -hmm. a snowboard patroller, which is the which are the people that you know put the uh, patients in the toboggan and yeah, take yeah. them down, and it's a good idea to not 
kill them. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, First or, curl. <laughs> or cause another accident on your way down. I, yeah. I, I mean, the uh, uh, patient might be 200 pounds. The sled's about 100 pounds. Wow. Sometimes yeah. the, you've got to take them down off of the Black Nyman slope. So um, it's, it's a good idea to know what uh, to have some ski skills. Yeah. If, if you, you want to be an alpine patroller. Do you have people who just patrol like the green runs? <laughs> uh, most of our just injuries like, are on the green runs. I would figure that oh. actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's where all the newbies are, and it's more crowded and kids run and into each other. And exactly. please, yeah. and, and if you're listening to this, and you're uh, <laughs> and you're a never ever skier or uh, or a snowboarder, don't start on the please, <laughs> Well, please buy a helmet. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 ski yeah. I ski with the helmet. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Come see us, and we'll give you a cookie card. <gasps> Ooh. That's not all, just for kids. All, all <laughs> the patrollers on the mountain have cookie cards. Oh. If, if, oh, you're, if you're doing a good job. This is a whole new world now. I have like a scavenger hunt now when I go skiing next time to just find all of them. Just look for the red vest with yes. the white crosses on the back of them. So if I can get to them, I can get a cookie. Yes. There's the incentive for me. <laughs> yes. Just find one down the mountain. Lock in. Yeah. So there's not, I'm going to assume... Showdown opens mid December, Early de December ninth, and then lasts until around April ish. April third this year. There we go. There's the specific dates. That's why we bring smart people mm -hmm. on because you don't want your information. <laughs> no, I, I wrote from it down. Me. Okay, <laughs> he's reading from. <laughs> um, so you have plenty of opportunity to come ski Montana's first ski hill, which mm -hmm. is such a gem for us. But I can only assume like. Every day showdown is open. There's not an emergency. Is that an, a correct assumption, or is there like is it there's something we could do day. an episode every day of the emergency that happens at showdown? Yeah, no, that's a good observation, and you're absolutely right. There are certainly days where there really are no oh. uh, at least significant injuries. The there's also days where it's one after another. You know, uh, like in most aspects of uh, medical care uh, prevention is a big ticket item mm. so we do as ski patrollers we encourage folks to ski under control to follow the rules of skiing oh, such yeah. as yielding mm -hmm. to someone who's below you as Aaron mentioned uh, wearing a helmet mm -hmm. and uh, all those various uh tricks to to keep yourself from getting injured in the first place we really stress that know what you're getting into my husband we were skiing at oh. a great divide once and uh went off a little jump this was a much bigger jump than he expected. So I'm behind him and he just disappears. <laughs> and I come around and he's like flailed. So, he didn't get so, hurt significantly, but he was flailed so, on the so ground, it's, right? It's a good so it's a good idea if you're going to go into an area with jumps. Take no, a run first. on the other side. Oh, well, take the run first. Visualize the, the jumps mm -hmm. so you can see what's under them. And then decide yeah. to go back up the chair and do it <laughs> Is again. Is this a jump I can <laughs> land Well, safely. because it's not just a one and done. You can go down a number of times. Right. <laughs> Hopefully not on the jump every time. Yeah. So you're kind of like the supervisors as well, telling the kids to stay in line. Kids being us Adults. Uh, on the <laughs> slope thinking we're cool. Um, so you're there to also offer that instruction like, hey, dude, where's your helmet? Um, you <laughs> well, we're not, not going to tell you to wear a helmet. It's not a requirement at Showdown. But uh, part of the preparation we do, and about an hour before anybody's on the mountain, we're on the mountain making sure that uh, all the areas are safe, that there's no uh, areas where the groomer might have uh, made Missed. a ledge. Mm -hmm. um, also uh, putting up fences. Um, checking the fences, checking the ropes, roping off any areas that might be uh, might be a danger area, putting up flags in areas that might be a danger. So please mm. also pay attention to the ropes, pay attention mm. to the fences, pay attention They're to the there signs. For a reason. We're, we're uh, uh, we put a fair amount of work into making sure that the area is well marked so it's safe for you. Mm. That's a good yeah. So when pay there's attention. not accidents, do you just get to have fun skiing? Yes. All day. Are you ass each assigned a specific run? Like, how do you know where? I mean, I know you have walkies, but are you assigned a specific run or two every time you go up, or how does that work? Well, at the start of the day, the mountains is divided into what three? Three areas. Three areas. And we generally volunteer for one of those three areas. So that's kind of our primary spot to mm -hmm. kind of, as Aaron said, check signs, uh, check ropes, uh, ski through it routinely, looking for. You know, folks that are having issues. Mm -hmm. So we do focus on our area on a given duty day. Okay. Wow. 
Do you have favorite spots on the mountain that yeah. you like when you get a, you're excited when you well, have a specific area? That's highly confidential. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, there'll be big fights over it. <laughs> you don't want to share where your favorite spot yeah. is because then somebody else somebody's steal it every time. It. It, it's yeah. kind of like telling people where you're uh, uh, hunting. Where, you, right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I know where there's going to be powder at the mountain at 3 p.m. Oh. Oh. See. And he's keeping that a secret. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. so when you just come up, Rebecca, you might want to ski, like take him up on him. that like, uh, offer, and yeah. uh, he'll like, hey, take me show to the good, good spots. spots. Yeah, <laughs> really good spots will probably be lost on me the first uh, year I'm skiing. <laughs> <laughs> so take me to the crappy ones. So are some of these the incidents, the days where you have just quite a few? Are there like is weather kind of a factor or like? Condition of we- more of a factor. Weather, snow, uh, snow conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, at the end of the day, people start getting tired. Oh, sure. You see a lot mm-hmm. more injuries at two p.m. Oh, so sense. pay attention. You're tired after lunch. You're tired from the day. Yeah, and there might be a beverage at lunch. Mm-hmm. So there I, might be. A be I was yep. just going to say. I would assume I, you know, have having gone to a ski hill for lunch. <laughs> my cute outfit one of the things i did there was have a beer which was a fantastic area to have Mm -hmm. a drink but i could assume some people might have not had a great morning and they're like now i'm tired i'm just gonna drink all afternoon then i'll do one more run does that happen it happens and it's a bad idea (laughs) super bad idea like um, anything, really, when it comes uh, to drinking trying, all afternoon I'll, I'll and t- trying to do something. After the lifts have turned off, you'll find me in the hole in the wall yeah, saloon just sure. about every day after skiing. You'll never find me there during the day. Yeah. And that's a good rule of thumb. And that makes me, <laughs> considering I'm skiing and you're on patrol, that does make me feel good to know that you're staying sober. <laughs> Most for, of the for day. my issues, yeah. <laughs> so is what is, not that... Okay, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound awful. (laughs) What is the funniest thing you've ever had to get called on at the mountain for? (laughs) That you can share with our people. respond to so many calls. I'm sure (laughs) they kind of blur together, too, probably. Well, um, I'm going to try to blank this out so nobody can get personally identified. That's great. Great uh, There was the guy who decided to... um, uh, uh, that it was really cold out, so he was going to wear his fishing waders and stick stuff oh. into some uh, ski boots oh, no. and then go off a jump. <gasps> oh, oh, no. That's just a bad idea from the onset. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? Oh, it was a broken femur. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah, that's serious. Yeah. D- okay, so don't. <laughs> we'll add to our list of things not to do. You can. Fishing there's waders. ways to layer that don't include fishing waders where you can still stay warm. Mm-hmm. And as our good friend Jerry Jennings says, layer like an onion, so you can <laughs> take things off if it gets warm during yeah. the day. Ooh. Yeah, if that's you know. no good. Yeah. Yeah. How about Justin, you? Justin, how about you? Well, just thinking back on the years, um, one of them probably was uh, kind of in line with your suggestion to not drink <laughs> alcohol yeah. during the day excessively while you're trying to ski. One evening when we were doing our sweep, uh, where we sweep the mountain to make sure no one's left behind, etc. I hey, did. That's a really good thing to do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all does the things happen. I don't think of, you know. <laughs> yeah, folks get you know they're like they're the Aaron said tired. On the, and the last one's off. Yeah. yeah, they're tired on their last run, and they're they're taking their time. We like to make sure everyone is off. And I did encounter a young man who had definitely um, had too many beverages earlier in the day, mm. and I watched him for a while as I was skiing down from the top, where he would kind of get himself together a little bit, uh, get his skis on, point them pretty much directly downhill, oh boy. and would just rock it down the hill oh until he crashed again. <gasps> and then would get oh himself back gosh. together. Um, and I witnessed this, of course, skied down to him and kind of yeah. escorted him down. So it was one of those funny, kind of not-so-funny uh, yeah. type situations oh where, gosh. fortunately, we did get him down without him getting seriously injured. Or injuring somebody else right. when you're doing well, that. Well, there was no yeah. one else on the mountain. He okay. was literally he was, the last okay. one. Okay. So, but so i got to imagine, like, that's got to be a thought process. You're like, oh okay, I'm just going to go as fast I'm just going to go down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he was a beginner <laughs> skier, too. Oh, dear. Oh, of course. That's Probably right wild. down Big Seven. Yeah, and that's there's some steep parts That was actually that. on uh, Geronimo. Are you so? Serious? Yeah, it was very <laughs> oh kind of uh, sketchy. Uh, I guess that's appropriate I, I for what he was doing. I was very glad that yeah. he got down. John Moe's like this. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, well, then uh, get you there fast. Uh, yeah. Did he run into a tree? I mean, there's lots of trees out there. There are, and that's definitely something to avoid. Yeah. That'll, that'll typically <laughs> cause some kind of significant injury. Yeah, no one hit a tree. A skier versus tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a snowboarder versus tree, tree. always wins. Every time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they don't move. Yeah. Okay. Quick, more serious note about tree wells because those can be super dangerous. So, what do we need sure. to know? Wait, tree well wells. So okay. when the so snow falls, I'm going to let them take the over. Sn- uh, now. The snow, do- uh, the snow actually uh, uh, doesn't fall all the way to the base of the tree because the tree, of course, has leaves and branches. Right. So right at the base of the tree, there's an area where the snow. Might, there might be snow there, but it's loose and unconsolidated. You get too close into it, you'll fall down into there, and it's uh, kind of very difficult to get out, especially if you're upside down. Right. I can imagine they can be really like. I, I mean, stories I've heard can be. Very, very, scary, very, dangerous, very dangerous, very bad endings to those. Yeah. So avoid the tree. Okay. So. Well, and if you get into a tree well. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get out? Without you, how do you get out? <laughs> you, kick, you just you, start digging. You, ki- you kick your skis off and you dig. Yeah. Oh, see, that would have been mine. <laughs> That's good. You had good instinct. So how do, you, how do I safely ski through the trees? Can you? I of mean, course. there's a lot of it's, people it's, who love skiing through it's trees. It's a lot of fun yeah. skiing the trees. I've it's, always it's, seen, like, on the movies, that's my big reference because <laughs> I don't go to the ski hill, but they, like, slide in and out really fast mm-hmm. between all the trees. I assume since you knew about tree wells, you do that often? or Well, no, I don't because okay. I, get, I get nervous that I'm going to run into <laughs> a tree which or you shouldn't cut a tree well. But I do. it is really fun, I though, mean, to I, go through them. If yeah. you ski in the trees a lot, you will go into a tree well. Yeah, that'll I mean, happen at some it's point. Just, well, yeah. I, I mean, did, I will say, I don't remember which runs. It was the furthest over chairlift. There's a lot mm. of... There, there's a lot of great no, tree skiing right between uh, Ruby and Ripley. Yeah. And uh, But there's a lot of tree walls there, too. I went through, one time I was with a friend of mine, and I went through just towards the bottom, just kind of went through. And as I was coming out, I do wear a helmet, thankfully, although it bounced. I'll get there. So <laughs> I was going through the trees, and I was just coming out. And I think there was a little bit of a lip coming out back onto the run. The tips of my skis caught the lip, and I just went... Ouch. Straight that augering forward. <laughs> I augered it. Um, and thankfully, I mean, I had a helmet on, but I definitely, like, my head, like, did a little bounce. Bounced in there, and I, like, so when I you're, when got you're a shopping, little whiplash, I think, so honestly. So when you're shopping for a helmet, some yeah. of the newer shel- helmets. Yeah, I've had mine that, a long time. Get a new helmet. Okay. Um, have, this honeycomb, <laughs> uh, have this honeycomb shape to them that's technology that was uh, introduced by the NFL or started by the oh, NFL. Okay. And it's, all yeah. in, it's in the newer ski helmets now. And if you if you don't have that honeycomb, if you can't yeah. see the honeycomb uh, mesh in that helmet, uh-huh. just throw it away and get a new helmet. Really? Okay. It's, it's Can, amazing. Because I felt like how, mine fit well, but I did have... When it was that, like it's just it's just bouncing. foam. Yeah. Okay. Honeycomb. That's your what head I'm should for. not move around in a helmet. No. That would be my guess. And it usually doesn't, except when it. And also after you've, yeah. after you've taken a big hit with the helmet. Yeah. Um, that foam is designed to deteriorate because what oh. it it breaks down so that your brain it, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. After you've taken a big hit with the helmet, okay. that's the time that you need to buy a new Probably helmet. Probably so. Okay. I need to buy a new helmet. So with like all it. this helmet information, um, if you're going to Showdown, you can rent equipment at Showdown. You can rent equipment here in town before you head up. So you don't have to make that large investment if you're not an avid skier, let's say like <laughs> me. But can you rent a helmet then? Or is that like a... I don't know anyone in town that rents helmets. Okay. So that's you a good do, question, That though. is a mm-hmm. purchase that you all have to make. Okay. If you want one, we yeah. also that's a good do, question. We also do a deal with Benefice Hospitals at least once a year, where we do a helmet giveaway. Mm. Uh, good uh, to know. And keep, uh, keep in mind, keep uh, take take a look at. Uh, uh, we we try to publicize it when we do the helmet giveaway, mm-hmm. and then everyone, adults, kids, until the helmets are all gone. I think nice. last year we gave away 135 helmets. Good, a lot of oh, them. nice, good. And there wow. were some left over as well. So mm-hmm. another thing to keep in mind is if uh, a parent is looking to take their kids up for the first time, etc. And they would like to equip them with helmets, but, you know, don't want to necessarily buy Mm -hmm. some helmets. It would be a good idea to check with the ski patrol because we may have some resources where we could track down some helmets for the kids. And and that's entirely funded by Benefice, uh, their community foundation. Yeah, good deal. 
They're our, one of our local healthcare facilities mm-hmm. here in our community. Hopefully yes. you won't have to use them. Hopefully you won't be visiting them. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's our goal here. is to try and educate you so you're not visiting <laughs> some of these places. Yes. We'll tell you nice. where to go and where not to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you have? Another? Well, yeah. Okay. So chairlifts. <laughs> yeah. I now that I'm an adult and have been skiing a long time, better handle. However, I've had my fair share of run-ins with chairlifts. I get it from my mother, who I, she listens to the podcast, so she'll enjoy this. Uh, I don't know if I should share this story. It's Do not it. about me. Do um, it. My mother one time did not, with, with, I think her and my dad were just dating. She did not get off the chairlift. She rode the bull <laughs> just wheel. Just rode it all the way around. <laughs> There's been other times I've been with them. You know, you just don't move fast enough. It comes around and it flings you <laughs> like it hits you because you're not moving fast enough flings you off of the chairlift I get nervous I was with my friend Katie once at showdown she didn't quite get on enough <laughs> and went flying like got hit and went flying into a snowbank oh not goodness. far off the chairlift I've had my fair share of encounters with chairlifts I get nervous so let's talk about how, how do we <laughs> properly get on and off of the chairlift before Did you it? answer that how many calls are you are you on when it comes to a chairlift that is one of the you know more I common uh, yeah. where someone gets or like I get nervous that I'm gonna get stuck like I start kind of like scooting but not too much so, like uh, it's, so yeah. so we have a, a beginner chair at showdown in addition to the two uh, uh, chairs that service the regular part of the mountain okay um, uh, it's called, we call the sluice goose caboose yes and um the lifties have the ability to slow down that lift if you ask i don't for it to get on and off (laughs) yes it's a good uh, and especially when you're beginning make use of that don't be afraid to ask just say can you slow this down for me Mm -hmm. sure that's another good reason for beginners to start off with some lessons Mm -hmm. because the instructors will not only you know help them get down the hill and ski safely and properly but it'll help them make sure to get on get up the hill on the chairlift in a uh, safe uh kind of relaxed way so yeah. you're not having those kind of unfortunate incidences that <laughs> and make and everyone have, nervous and we have a ski school at showdown that is mm-hmm. just They're every awesome. one of our teachers are uh, yeah. uh, it's their goal to make sure you're comfortable with everything that we teach you and we make a point to buy your second lesson usually your first lesson yeah. uh, uh, we get you on the chairlift okay safely um, and teach yeah, you get safely. some confidence there. yes so this is related, but not, and I'll get to my question that I have. I went whitewater rafting one time as well. Um, and in the instruction of going whitewater rafting, the guy says, hey, if you fall out of the boat, uh, just know that the way you're going to survive is to stand up because um, the water's not that deep and that's how you're going to survive. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's good. So I'm safe. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Don't think anything of it. Like, I can't be the one that falls out of the boat. But sure enough, I'm the one and only person that Uh falls out of the boat. And I'm not a strong swimmer. I fall out of the boat. I go to stand up. Can't stand up because I'm, like, in the one part of the river where it's too deep. So um, I am always the the one person that's going to do the thing that nobody wants to do. So, like, Mm -hmm. on the chairlift, I'll be the one that doesn't get on and falls off, like... 200 feet above the thing. So you're not the only one. I have a metal (laughs) leg due to a uh, sluice box's whitewater rafting incident. Oh Uh, my gosh. Mine was not sluice boxes. Um, Was it early season? It was too late in the season. There we go. Okay. Wow. Have people fallen off the chairlift? Like mid lift? That's terrible. Because you don't get strapped in like at a. No. The chairlift incidences tend to happen when people are boarding at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the chair obviously isn't very far off the ground. In fact, it may not be off the ground at all. And then disembarking mm-hmm. at okay. the top. But uh, once uh, once you're in the chair, it would actually be pretty difficult, extremely difficult, yeah. to come out of the chair Unless Don't you purposely jumped. No, yeah. I'm not suggesting that, Rebecca. That, uh, <laughs> I won't purposefully <laughs> jump. So, I just don't want to be the one like, oh, so good in Lord. about in about a month, Justin and I are going to be making a point to jump out of a perfectly good chairlift. <gasps> we do Is that year. part of your training? Yes, <laughs> okay. every year. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, okay. How far up are you? How does this happen? Do because you have a tarp? Because it looks like, far well, in There's pictures. also going to be a rope involved. Okay. 
that's good. Does the rope? I don't. <laughs> how, I don't know if that's I don't good. Know. I don't so know. Yeah, how's it going to be used? The rope, rope that we're tied into okay. before we jump yeah. out. Of okay. Okay. We, we, we do. Uh, we do chairlift evacuation training okay. every year. Yes. Oh, what there was. Um, oh, so an like when the chairlift yeah. stops running, mm-hmm. and you got to get and it, somebody. And it can't out. be fixed quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes we we give people we give people kind of a circus ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That's got to be well. Part of your job too is in that moment, as I'm sure you experience in emergency services, you're part, you know, counselor psychologist because you're trying to communicate <laughs> to like, okay, you need to calm, you need to not freak out, you need to, I need you to think about this and do this. Is that? I mean, do you train for that too? Absolutely. We yeah. do. Just know that we all go through a great deal of training. Yeah. Um, we make a point to practice these skills annually. Yeah. So uh, not only taking ourselves off the chairlift so we know mm-hmm. what the guests are uh, what it's going to be like for the guests we also have to practice taking somebody off the chairlift yeah. um, just know we're trained pay it listen to what we have to say and we're going to make sure that it's safe and uneventful for you and the one time that i think it's happened in showdown's history was about three years ago mm-hmm. I and that. there was a uh, i think we got 77 people off in uh, in like 45 minutes wow. and yeah. the people wow. and the chair the chair started running again and the people that didn't get uh, you know, didn't get uh, evacuated were upset that they didn't get a ride. Didn't get they, to they do were that. Disappointed. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, this is a once in a lifetime, hopefully experience." <laughs> I wish I could have done that. Yeah. Wow. Were you were either of you on shift when that happened? Yeah. Wow. Both of you. I was actually in the chair. <gasps> really? So I was one of the first ones to get evacuated so off, could so I could join the in yeah. to the team helping others off. And wow. you're absolutely right, Shannon. Yeah. The it's kind of counter instinctual to. Jump out of a chair. Uh huh. The general public. So <laughs> you're not going to do it unless some, the uh, it, you're so far up there. You're not going to do it unless somebody's guiding you and helping. Sure. You, yeah. Giving you some instructions. Just mentally and, to get over yeah. that mental block. Yeah, yeah. I think even if somebody was there helping and guiding me, I don't think I'm. It'd be hard. Yeah. I would be like, nah, I'm good. I'll <laughs> yeah. just live here until this starts <laughs> until moving. Unfortunately, that's yeah. an extremely rare occurrence. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaron, I think it's we've. Been I, I think there's uh, once in the showdown. history of Showdown, and just Showdown's been operating since 1936. Yeah. How cold was it that day? Because it was it was a power issue, correct? No, no, no. it wasn't a power issue. <laughs> I should remember this. I was on the news at this time. Uh, okay, what was the experience like then when you were actually like real life scenario having to do it versus your training? Well, you know, it's like most things, your training really is similar to the actual event. Kicks in. So I think most of us were just did exactly how we were trained mm. to do that. Yeah. And yeah. It, it worked how and, it was supposed and, to work. And we yes. had a great yeah. team of leaders at the top of the mountain. Actually, the person who took command of that was Colleen Finch, uh, mm. one of our patrollers. Uh, um, she actually, I believe, the year before or the year after that one, uh, won an award as the outstanding number one patroller in the United States of America. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's right fantastic. Right here in Montana's yeah. first keyhole. I love it. That's fantastic. So a lot of this is geared, a lot of what we have been talking about is geared towards people who are a little bit more novice, which in general, I would say a lot of our visitors probably are. Um, they're not ski bums, or if they are, they're not listening to our episode about how fun <laughs> it is to ski showdown, or maybe you are, and I'm sorry that I offended you, but um, <laughs> expert skiers, like I saw a post yesterday, we got beautiful snow on the mountain this weekend. People were, you're still able to go ski on showdown. Upper even, Quick is skiing amazing right now. Um, so when when the lifts aren't running and the lodge isn't open, you can still hike up and ski. Were you guys up this weekend? I was. That's I was usually not, more for expert <laughs> people. Um, where's your favorite area to ski? Because there are some places I've heard that you can ski up in the little belts that aren't part of the showdown that are amazing. So, satellite. Uh, so, so the power lines right next to showdown are really good skiing with a really good grade. Mm. And I like to just uh, 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 just climb up showdown and ski some of uh, the runs on the front side. The backside, I wouldn't ski the backside too much unless uh, you're confident it does tend to slide a little bit oh. unless there's uh, 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 unless there's been some skier compaction but uh, there's some fun stuff at showdown and so that's before it opens and after um, you're still able to go experience skiing mm-hmm. downhill skiing just know if you without dis- ski patrol yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i just exactly. want to mention that yeah. if you do go skiing 
at showdown preseason or postseason hiking up, there is no there are no mm-hmm. patroller services. There's yeah. uh, uh, zero help. Yes. Yes. You are on your own. I went one of a really fun experience. Well, when I was in the middle of it, maybe I questioned it. But looking back, it was amazing. Uh, a group of friends and I went in May one year, and we went at night uh, and climbed None of this up. Sounds like a good plan. Climbed up, mm. climbing up the mountain in ski boots is harder Still. than regular, <laughs> regular so boots. I, I, yeah. Well, I suggest if you're going to do that, yeah, also get skis that pivot at the uh, at the toes, mm-hmm. called AT skis or Telemark skis. Yeah, and I didn't put have skins those. And, put, and get skins <laughs> on your skis and just so up. that you can just walk up. The yeah, mountain. I and, uh, had a backpack on with the skis strapped onto that, and in my regular snow boot or ski boots, climbing up. Big wow. Seven. One yeah. really f- uh, well. <laughs> well I, I like hiking up Big Seven yeah. as well, but it's a little easier to go around the goose. Uh huh. Um, yes, it gets pretty steep. Justin, <laughs> do you want to say what she did? Is completely stupid. <laughs> He's looking. Well, at I, it was kind I, of the face I saw. I, I, I didn't like... make a face, but I can't say that I have not done the same thing <laughs> uh, before. I will say uh, I was with friends who knew what they were doing. Had been like I felt comfortable. I wasn't like. I felt comfortable. If you just didn't decide one night what? at home, like, hey, I'm going to do just, this. No, it was not just <laughs> me. Like, hey, I should go do this. Yeah. One, one incredible tour um, uh, that I've done a couple times is you uh, uh, off the backside mm-hmm. of uh, of the goose. You can take a, uh, a trail called O'Brien Creek. Oh. That'll take you all the way to Nyhart, seven mile ski. Oh wow, and, Ooh, that's and fun. The, and that's other, a lot of fun. And the other way, uh, uh, kind of a fun ski. I've only done this once. Is uh, off the backside of the mountain, skiing toward uh, uh, skiing toward White Sulphur to Forest Green. Yeah. Ooh, so fun. um, you do the run to Nyhart. How do you get back? Do you? You've got to have. You've got to be prepared and have. Uh, I suggest a vehicle or uh, uh, or or the or the Thumb Express. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna hill. say like uh, I could probably see like a, a lot of people that live in Nyhart. Uh, that's how they get home. Oh, that's fantastic. That sounds like a lot of fun. It does. Mm-hmm. So there's also uh, snowshoeing trails around Showdown. I know part of the snowshoe trail kind of goes right over that main <laughs> highway hill, if you will, from. What is it, Big Seven over to the other chairlift if you're coming down? How do you manage? Have you had like snowshoer, so, so, skier so collisions? So one thing that I'd suggest is that when the ski hill is open, uphill travel is a very bad idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of people that use the go up and over. I can't. I don't know if it's called something, but yeah. <laughs> but just you know, uh, really up, needed up, a up visual hills. component for that. Up, I'm uphill travel and downhill travel on the same route mm-hmm. can end up. Um, Bad. Y- you know, gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news. Takes takes into acceleration. It's a beautiful area to snowshoe in that area too. But acceleration and that doesn't work. Yeah, you're not going to win if you're on the snowshoes. I or wouldn't think so. Or the ski- Yeah, no one's <laughs> winning. Just no one's winning. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no one's winning, but yeah. Anyway, there's snowshoers up there too. Yeah. And there's some great snowshoe trails off the side of Showdown. Yes. That are just incredible. Mm-hmm. And there's some areas that are, uh, there's some areas that you kind of intersect with Showdown mm-hmm. that are absolutely great snowshoeing. And you can still take advantage of lunch in the lodge and yeah. beverages in the Still the, like the your base camp saloon, there. Mm-hmm. Saloon. And uh, there's, uh, if you go to Silvercrest, we have, in yep. addition yeah. to cross country trails, mm-hmm. there's snowshoe trails right there. And it's only a mile and a half from Showdown. So you can still do lunch at Showdown and not have to pack your own. Or if you're a family, you have a divided family family some want to do downhill some want to do cross country so, you can Silver do that Crest easily and, and, they're pretty yeah. close. And, and they just got a new groomer oh good deal mm. yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping to have them on sometime this winter as well that's yeah. jerry jennings also oh well there you go of course <laughs> of course that area <laughs> has quite a bit of snowmobile <laughs> trails yeah also mm-hmm. in the surrounding do you guys areas. so do you take care of snowmobilers who are in the area as well that get hurt or are you just skiing <laughs> borders <laughs> we're our primary mission is of course skiers mm-hmm. that are on the the mountain mm-hmm. but if a snowmobiler did crash which would not be on the mountain because mm-hmm. there's no snowmobiles on the mountain yeah and we could be of assistance we would certainly respond Consider and help, and help them could. out absolutely gotcha. yeah yeah how long i forgot to, how long we asked how long you've been skiing how long have you been on ski patrol so i'm one of the new guys on patrol okay. this is only my eighth year <laughs> okay <laughs> so you're new and it's your eighth year so um uh justin how long have you been on 
You know, uh, kind of in the vicinity of about 20 years, <laughs> off and oh on. Oh, my little That's pretty average. Wow. Right. Uh, uh, Stan uh, King just is, I think this is his 61st year. Oh Terry Stevenson gosh. just got his 50-year pin. <gasps> wow. You can so, see people get hooked on yeah, it. Yeah. That's a commitment, though. That's impressive. If I recall, and if you are new to the podcast, um, sometimes I just create facts and then verify <laughs> if what I'm saying is true. She does this all the time. Yeah. So now's an opportunity for that. <laughs> kind of the Great Falls Ski No, Great Falls Ski Club started showdown. Yes. Ski Club, is it connected to the patrol? I would have to assume so, that people started the ski club are also part of patrol somehow. No. They weren't the same people, Completely. but it was about the same it was exactly the same time. Great Falls Ski Patrol got formed at the same exact same time as Great Falls Ski Club. Okay. And Smart. uh um at the time, Great Falls Ski Club ran the mountain and Great Falls Ski Patrol as we continued to do patrol the mountain. That and, was 1936. And Ooh. so you make a lot of money doing this, um, <laughs> being part of Ski Patrol? I am getting a, they're doubling my I think salary we're all this raises year. raises this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, are you uh, getting uh, two uh, passes? Uh, <laughs> with, with the, they're doubling my salary. I'm going to make two times zero. I heard that oh, as well. Oh, hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's strictly volunteer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are uh, four paid patrollers at Showdown, and they're the ones who patrol Wednesday through Friday okay. um, and kind of uh, manage, uh, do some management and tell us what to do on Saturday and Sunday. But uh, Great Falls Ski Patrol is an all-volunteer. There's you certainly on? some perks. Uh, for example, Showdown very generously um, provides us with ski passes once mm -hmm. we've had some time under our belts, which is super helpful yeah, to, to get that. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, yeah. Do you... Obviously, you love skiing and you love to be there if you've been doing it this long, as long as you have. Do you go up on the weekends that you aren't patrolling? Do you just get tired of Being going there? up there every weekend? I pretty much go up every weekend, okay. partially because of my children, mm. oh, who are yeah. also avid skiers. Um, and well done. In the yeah. early years, they did um, uh, ski groups up there that were literally every Saturday. So. Okay. So we'd go up, and now they they love it as much as I do. So they are getting the car loaded at uh, <laughs> like, 5.30 on, in the morning. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Getting ready yeah, to they're go. committed. Yeah. I, I've kind of fallen in love with ski instructing. My kids are all adults now. Yeah. Um, and I do see my son up there on a regular basis. But uh, um, <laughs> That's like the only yeah. time you see him. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> <My> yeah. My son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I've kind of fallen in love with instructing, and I really like instructing when I'm not patrolling i'm usually instructing up there wow. oh wow do you have time that is just you up there that you're not worried about anybody else in your I skiing think I, I think i took two days last year where i put oh. on my own coat okay. of an instructor coat or yeah a, a patrol wow coat. yeah so is there a favorite time um like when when it's just cold and overcast and nobody wants to venture out because a lot of people are like oh montana it's freezing in the winter and why would you ever go outside well, because it's absolutely gorgeous, but is that your favorite time to go, or is it when there's just tons of people? For you personally, <laughs> when do you want to be on Showdown, at Showdown? That's a good question. The, one of the nice things about Showdown is it hardly ever gets super crowded. Mm -hmm. Well, there's you know, that. Even on those bluebird, busy nice days. Day, busy days. Mm -hmm. um, it's, for some reason, the lift lines are always short, You know, relatively short. There's plenty of elbow room on the slopes. Um, so it really does not get, you know, super busy like some, like Big Sky mm -hmm. or, or the Skeel and Whitefish. Um, having said that, uh, I think one of my favorite times of the year is the spring. Yeah. Uh, it is kind of warming up. Uh, the snow gets a certain type of uh, consistency, which is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a, it's a nice time of the season. I, I like following the different seasons, and there's different skiing in December than there is in March and different than February. I really like Wednesdays at Showdown. We're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, mm -hmm. and there's uh -oh. usually a good dump of snow on Monday and Tuesday, so Powder Wednesdays are just Ooh. incredible. Powder Wednesday, I like that. So one of the things that you would know if you listen to our podcast long enough, Showdown is a only... From the sky, snow. That's not, nobody's making it up there mm -hmm. and blasting it onto the mountainside. So your conditions really are contingent on whatever Mother Nature decides mm -hmm. to place at your feet, uh, which can and usually has been, and I'm saying not from my own experience, but from other people who we've had on the podcast say that makes the skiing at Showdown premier. 
we call it showdown champagne. It's Ooh. light. There's not a. There's. A, it's. Uh, it, it's light. Um, light powder. There's not a lot of moisture in it. It's very dry. It's. Uh, it's just so much fun to ski in. Mm. Fun. Do you ski other places? I mean, because we've had people who'll go. They're like, "Oh, we were down in Park City, but Showdown was better." Or we were at Big Mountain, and Showdown was better, which we consistently hear. We being oh. me, but I don't. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, Teton, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Teton is great. Mm-hmm. I love Discovery. Um, uh, Bridger Mountain, is, uh, Bridger Bowl is just a short drive from Showdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's yeah, all it's, sorts. It's of, fun to check out some of the other mm-hmm. places around the state. There's a when lot do you of have small time to, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like all your time would be at Showdown. Showdown's closed well, on yes. Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> there, oh, there you go. <laughs> True. Yeah. Other days of the week. Perfect. <laughs> Except for yeah. holidays, it's like for President's holiday. Day, they'll be open. Yeah, and, and we're open Valentine's seven days Day. a week from December sixteenth till uh, oh, schools yeah. are back in session. Holiday, Christmas too. Yeah, we're well, closed on Christmas Day, which okay. is uh, my favorite day to hike up the mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. That's got to be like the best day, Aaron. Christmas yeah. Day on the mountain. On the mountain. Climb up. Good way to celebrate. Yeah, it is beautiful. I, that's probably. I've always had a dream of like renting the Forest Service cabin and having oh, the holiday is a fun there, thing like to do. Thanksgiving. Or so Christmas. it's available. You can do that. Yeah, I never find it available, or you find to... it available when my family will actually spend time with me. <laughs> so it, it's a matter of it's like getting a reservation at Glacier. Yeah, yeah. you got to be plan. early. Yeah, plan. <laughs> yeah. I'd like Get to prepared. do that sometime too. That would be fun for a holiday, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that Hallmark vision that you have. Yeah. Of, you know, family loves being together and they all smile and nobody's You're all angry. stuck in a fire tower together. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get away. <laughs> Those are the moments I live for. <laughs> I'm going to have to find um, a new family. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've talked a lot about Ski Patrol, about Showdown. One of our things when people come here, they come here for outdoor recreation. They love coming to our area to seek out any time of year outdoor recreation and part of a support for ski patrol a really fun event coming up it's one of my mm. favorite events because i just love it so much i love the energy and enthusiasm that happens at this is the bamp film festival uh any outdoor enthusiasts or film enthusiasts like this is just or wannabe outdoor enthusiasts which maybe i call myself that because i'm not as extreme but this is just such a fun event, and it's coming back again this year, and it typically sells out. It's typically packed. Tell us all about the Banff Film Festival. Well, we are certainly, <laughs> as you are, Shannon, very excited yeah. for this event. It's uh, actually our fundraiser, mm-hmm. our primary and sole fundraiser for the Ski Patrol. And uh, this year it's occurring on December 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually um, changed the venue um, and are holding it this year at the uh, Great Falls High School Davidson Family Auditorium. Okay. Which is a beautiful facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's really going to be a neat spot to watch this uh, series of films, of outdoor films, climbing, kayaking, skiing, uh, cultural events. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun time. And we tickets are we ha- do have tickets for sale okay. um, at this point, uh, both online on our website and at uh, Bighorn Outdoor Specialists. Okay. Perfect. And December 9th, that's the same day Showdown opens, so you can go that's right. get in your first day of skiing and then come watch do the, the film festival. So you guys get paid those huge dollars. What are you raising funds for? <laughs> so we... Uh, uh, we don't charge candidates to uh, go through our classes. Oh. So uh, uh, the materials for the classes, um, uh, all the advanced training that we do, all of it, all of it costs. So that mm-hmm. training uh, is uh, is all funded through Banff. Also, the Band-Aids that we use at the first aid room, this is how we buy them. Mm-hmm. The, the Band-Aids, the bandages, the splints. Um, the toboggans that haul you down <laughs> the mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they require mm-hmm. maintenance every year. Mm. Mm. Because they're getting used every year. Don't yeah. be a toboggan user. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you can help pay for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tickets are only $20. It's mm-hmm. it's The the film festival is going to be a lot of fun. I think my favorite uh, my favorite film over the last couple of years was the one of the guys who were uh, um, on ropes off of a mountain playing tubas. Oh, I missed that one. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. that sounds my bad. lord. So okay, have and you? Th- and then there were violins. There was a French film where they were they were walking across a tightrope between two mountains yeah. playing violins. Oh my gosh, you've, this doesn't just happen never... out in nature, you know? <laughs> no, it's planned. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you've got to coordinate that. Just uh, well, they, they also had a film crew playing musical instruments either. Yeah, you okay? I well, have you been to the film festival before? No, and that's okay. why I had asked you about yes, it. I'm, I'm a like, long time, long time lover of this film festival. Okay, for what? So th- there's films where people play musical instruments on tight ropes. What other types of films can people expect to see? I know you don't know uh, the there, lineup for this year. There's generally but. a r- huge variety, mm-hmm. different types of films, also ranging in length from mm-hmm. a few minutes to maybe. 20, 25 minutes, a little bit of a longer film. Mm -hmm. A couple couple of years ago, there was a film that I really loved of uh, some people that went all the way across Antarctica with dog sleds. um, And they filmed themselves doing that. There's some great, some incredible skiing films and great, incredible kayaking films. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some great mountain climbing. Mm-hmm. Remember that bear one last year? Oh yeah, that was a <laughs> great film. The guy, guy who basically lived with some bears in Alaska. I believe. Oh wow, wow. Will there be popcorn? <laughs> no, um, this is not a uh, food lunch type of event. It's, <laughs> okay, uh, she doesn't. Strange. I like, I like movies. That, yeah. the, the school district is but pretty clear that they do not want food, food in their or fancy beverage. new auditorium. However, the good news is there are a lot of great restaurants. <laughs> and eateries for before the event he and might after missed, the event. He might have um, missed his calling and promotion. <laughs> I know. I mean, look I at how that. easy Naturally. that was for him. <laughs> and Teriyaki Madness will be open until uh-huh, 9 o'clock There you that go. Night. Perfect. We got it all planned out for you. 1710 10th Avenue South. There you go. Now, I, you, you, Shannon, I'm pointing at Shannon. <laughs> yes. You don't know that as you're listening, but... Um, you said that there's not necessarily people skiing with instruments, but I want <laughs> to every think <laughs> New Year's Eve at Showdown, there might be mm-hmm. some instrument gala, but I also know that there's definitely fireworks floating down the mountain, um, but no... Are there instruments or are there not instruments? So every year we have a torchlight parade on December 31st at Showdown. Right. It's a huge amount of fun. I've been part of the torchlight uh, torchlight procession for about the last 10 years. Now, uh, just to make sure, part of it means you get to carry a, a torch down the mountain. Carrying two torches down the mountain. Two. Oh, wow. my gosh. Because you've got to have one in each hand oh. as, you're, as, you're, uh, as you're going. Wow. Uh, I would set. think you could hold one with two hands for more <laughs> stable. So, so the, we use road flares, and they oh. tend to... Um, give off this really nasty flaming stuff that comes off them you really want to hold them away away from, from you, you. <laughs> okay <laughs> not holding it in <laughs> right front in front of, of your face and, and then and then when you get to the bottom of the mountain they're shooting off the fireworks and sometimes wear a helmet because sometimes they the <laughs> oh so this is a spectator helmet a situation it's yeah. quite a sight it's it, it's a lot of fun we uh uh if uh Come to showdown December 31st. It'll be about 6.37 p.m. will be our torchlight procession mm-hmm. down the mountain. It's uh, it's a huge amount of fun. Can we add trumpets fun. and tubas to that procession so, uh, so this year? The last couple of years that I've done it, it's been like 10 below after the sun goes Ooh, down. So yeah. uh, I'm not too excited to, to uh, be trying to play an time. instrument. Yeah. <laughs> It's That's a great fair. place to spend yeah. New Year's for sure. We yeah. have a great party neat. at the Hole in the Wall Saloon. So party in the Hole in the Wall Saloon. Watch us do our procession. Watch the fireworks. So big question. Um, set everyone's mind at ease. Historically, there has been like a ski bus, but that doesn't exist anymore, correct? You have to transport yourself to the mountain and you have to transport yourself home there correct? currently is not a ski bus it's something that showdown management has talked about bringing back from a ticket arrangement but currently there's not a ski bus so no ski bus you are responsible for transporting yourself to the mountain and back mm-hmm. again yes they do have one for employees since a lot of their um, staff that makes uh, sense. might be coming from great falls or even white sulfur but yeah. uh so if you yeah, see a bus up there, course, it's not to get you home. No, showdown <laughs> for school. Yeah, showdown is really a fun place to work at yeah. as well. And uh, and showdown is hiring right now for all positions. Yeah. There you go. All and the, they do help with the transportation. Okay. So if you're one of those digital nomads, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, a Come great place with to us. spend a winter. Mm-hmm. So how long, how long should it take you, and how long does it take you <laughs> to drive? From Great Falls to Showdown. It's 66 miles. Okay. So an hour. Yeah. Roughly. Hour and 15. Yeah. 
if you're going safely. I drive pretty slow. <laughs> <laughs> if you're I'm going just assuming safely. it's yeah. beautiful out and you're driving. Mm-hmm. And, but it yeah. is a beautiful drive up there. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And working at Ski Patrol, of course, you've got to get there early. I oh, think my gosh. You've got to have yeah. boots on by 8 a.m. Um, I'll tell you what. There, I last year I saw moose. I saw bald really? eagle. Um, I, I saw some wolves on the drive. It was just. Wow. But that's because you're going up early. Are you going to see that? Like if you're just hanging out in Area Three, saying that's your favorite area. Not that it <laughs> is, but there are some smaller wildlife that live on mm-hmm. the mountain. Yeah, that you yeah, see. It is the national forest. So mm-hmm. there's. Uh, so have you ever about been? about 10 years ago uh, no 15 years ago i was skiing uh kind of uh under second thought and i got went over a ridge and there were three deer i was oh. just gonna ask have you been called to a ski patrol incident that includes a skier <laughs> life? life? i don't know that uh we've seen that that's good quite yet but you know anything is possible yeah. and uh maybe this will be the year for <laughs> this that this will be the year <laughs> I, hope I can't not. wait. Skier yeah. versus deer. Yeah, let's hope Here's, not. But the you, day after that happens, that happens you're, you're back here. Yeah, the day should, after that happens, we want you back on the podcast. podcast. Oh, yeah, we, no, we'll give you a heads up right away. We should we should mention the Anchor Award. Ooh. Yeah, that's one of the coolest, uh, most interesting ski patrol awards out there for sure. So, I, I have never I've never won the Anchor. What is it? T- tell us. Tell us. Only ski patrol people can win the Anchor Award? or does Well, the Anchor mean? Award goes to the patroller who had the most unfortunate incident oh. that didn't involve anyone getting injured. Oh. Or no one in the public getting injured. Okay. The patroller can get injured. There's usually okay. an incident or two every season that's kind of uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron said, no one got hurt. Yeah. But if, it, for example, if we were bringing a toboggan up on the chairlift to get it back to the top of the mountain and it... Uh, by chance went through the window of the uh, top oh, lift shack. That not that it's probably qualify. ever done that. I qualify or if a ski patroller forgot to secure their backpack properly and mm-hmm. it got snagged on the chairlift when they tried to <laughs> They took exit. a ride on the way back down. Oh, no. Oh, oh, see, that's what scares me. Uh, things <laughs> oh like that gosh. happen. Yeah, that's, uh, those are the recipients oh of the uh, Anchor so Award. So do you want to get an Anchor Award or no? You said you've I never think had you- <laughs> If I was on Ski Patrol, I would win it every year. I believe I would win it every year. You haven't won it. Have you won it? I've come close, but I have not. I don't believe I've actually been a recipient. Okay, but you've had incidents that have qualified. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) You know, and I try to keep those pretty quiet. Of course, advertise that. So, so there's no campaigning for it, is what you're saying. I'm I'm not going to mention who the winner of it this year was, but there was uh, a patroller who um, uh, had to take a snowmobile. To, uh, to someplace on the mountain, mm-hmm. and um, it, it ended up on its side. Okay. Um, but <laughs> we were at the time we were doing some advanced medical training for uh, for senior uh, for people wanting to take their senior test, and he did it right by them. Oh. <laughs> no one went to help Perfect. him, but there was there's more pictures and video of that event <laughs> than anything else. There were Perfect. about thirty or forty people. I personally saw that. Wow. So what made it the best yeah. part was it was relatively flat there. There was just one little section <laughs> nice. where there was kind of a berm tip of snow yeah. that was enough to tip the snowmobile oh over on its side. Uh, unfortunately, again, no one was hurt, but uh-huh. it uh, was pretty interesting visual. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for not giving awards to people getting hurt. Um, yeah, that seems good. Mm-hmm. If if you ever want to institute that, I will be a regular up at the ski hill because I love getting <laughs> so, awards. So hang out around her. <laughs> <laughs> Award winner right there. You should build a mannequin for our mannequin shop. <gasps> Get your, yeah. yourself mm-hmm. a, a golden pig. There you yeah. go. Golden pig. <laughs> um, I have no engineering skills, so I don't think I do You don't well need engineering in those skills. As <laughs> well. <the> point. <laughs> we did talk creativity. With, mm-hmm. We did talk with Avery about that, so if you want to know more about the mannequin jump, please listen to that showdown ep- or that episode with Avery where we mm-hmm. talked about all the fun things showdown, uh, mannequin jump, and then how Avery got out of ski school. Oh, we'll have to ask Ricky about that too, about the mannequin yeah. jump when she comes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just a, f- which, you know, tease a little bit more. Yeah. Ricky from showdown is coming on. So yes. this is not your first or last episode on about skiing showdown. in Great Falls, Montana. Mm-hmm perfect winter activity not just skiing show you know snowmobiling Mm -hmm. which you're not going to do on showdown cross-country skiing uh Mm -hmm. snowshoeing ice fishing plenty of plenty of activities to be had in great falls in the winter yeah so people who say there's nothing to do here in the winter are just wrong they're liars there's liars Yeah. yeah don't listen to them we've seen a lot of folks from elsewhere in the state 
yeah. visiting showdown mm-hmm. more commonly now. Folks coming out of Billings, Bozeman, Livingston, yeah, that are making the drive up to showdown. Cause yeah. A lot of haver skiers lately. True, mm-hmm. true. I think there's a lot of appeal because, well, all, all of the reasons we've talked about, including the shorter lines and things like that, and it is more reasonable for your family to go ski there than some other places in the state. That's a good point, yeah, because mm-hmm. it, can, it can be an expensive it, it sport, and showdown mm-hmm. has been able to maintain some very reasonable, fair pricing mm-hmm. that, could, that makes it possible for you know, family to go right. enjoy a day on the ski slopes. Mm-hmm. So do it. If you've never done <laughs> it, book some time with an instructor. Yes. Also, as Aaron has told us in the past, if you're not comfortable, like if you're coming from sea level, don't make skiing your first day oh. activity on your itinerary. You're going mm-hmm. to need to adjust to the elevation change. Mm-hmm. Especially so. not if you uh, come from Florida that night. Go drinking with your buddies <laughs> and just go straight up to 8,300 yeah. feet. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Good point. Seems like there might be there. some uh, mm-hmm. past experience <laughs> that might have led to that disclaimer, <laughs> like all disclaimers uh-huh. happen. Yes. Well, we really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thank you both a lot so of fun. much. Yeah. Well, we try to make it painless as possible. And we hope to see you in the saloon at the end of the day and yeah. not on the mountain. At Otherwise, lunch. when we're there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we should, before we leave, we should mention yeah. Patrolapalooza. Oh, that sounds fun. What's oh, that? That's a neat event. <laughs> yeah. What's so we introduced we introduced Patrolapalooza last year, which is a uh, uh, which is kind of we do stations all over Showdown on a Sunday in uh, uh, usually in March. Um, well, it's going to be in March this year, and we have demonstrations. I think Justin was giving demonstrations on how to do a sling and swath. Oh. Um, as a I, I call it profiling as a scout leader. They put me in the knot station. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep. I mean that Out. makes that was, sense. Yep. You know you're not. Uh, you can get some free toboggan rides. Uh, uh, see that. See, maybe we'll, that's we'll have, your chance. We'll have stations <laughs> all over the mountain showing you, uh, showing what Ski Patrol does, and just make it a family fun, fun. a family friendly fun event. Patrola Palooza. Is that that's still within season? Yes. You said in March. Yes. Okay. So you can ski to each one of these stations, and then yes. you could also, if you don't want to be a part of Patrola. Pat- Patrol Palooza. That's a mouthful. You can just ski. You don't have to do Correct. the station. You, you, yeah. okay. you don't have to do the station. Yeah, but, but you, you might we'll as be, well. We'll be yeah. sad if you ski by us, and right? You and, you, and you don't ask that us. Sounds fun. If you, you do play all of the stations, oh, do you and we get have a, a cookie map, card? So you can you get signed off at each station. Oh, if you do each one. Your card gets put into a drawing at the end of the day for some really cool prizes. Ooh. So there is some incentive Ooh, to, so to show up for a patrol of Palooza. Yeah. Uh, Lots all, of swag. Hit all the stations nice. and uh, have some if fun. If you gamify anything for me and there's a prize mm-hmm. at the end, I'm going to do it. I wish it. people could see the change in your face when you heard that there was some type of prize. I think she's going to be there. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to like figure out how to get to the toboggan deep. ride option. That's quite yeah. exciting. To, I, to do that without having to do it in a serious <laughs> like it's a lot more I've, fun to uh-huh. do it there than it is to when there's yeah like, that's what i mean that's like the only time I, that's the only it. time i want to yeah. ride in it yeah mm-hmm. ideally well then master your abilities on the uh chairlift and you'll never have to be in a toboggan oh, boy yeah thankfully, <laughs> thankfully i haven't ended up in one for many of my chairlift debacles but i've gotten better knock on wood with age but yeah i'm telling you <laughs> there's just some coordination things that are not my strong suit yeah so. Well, when you go, have Aaron do your lesson with Aaron. Get the basics of getting on and off the chairlift down. <laughs> It'll make your day a lot better. Mm. Yeah, I think the last time I was at Showdown, it was still one of those you hold on to the rope and it pulls you to the top. Oh, the rope toe. Yeah. yeah. Does that still exist? Oh, no, it's the... Thank goodness on. we do not have <laughs> a rope toe. I, I think I when I, my kids were learning to ski... I shredded about nine pair of gloves, and when oh. I was learning to ski as a kid, I shredded about nine pair of gloves on that yeah. uh, on that rope yeah. toe. Yeah, uh, that seems it was fun. not fun. Yeah. My one time <laughs> skiing at Showdown. We've got for your beginner skiers. We now have what you call a magic carpet. That's what which it's is called. a conveyor yeah. belt. It's it's nice and easy. Mm-hmm. You'd have fun, Rebecca. It's kind of like the moving we'll, sidewalk we'll take in the airport. You on, we'll take you exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll take you on that. You just stand on it. It'll take you to the top of the bunny hill, mm-hmm. and then and then right. we will show you how to make some nice, easy, controlled turns down, and then I'll take you on the chairlift. Do you still use the pizza, French fry yes. terminology? Yeah, exactly. With the kids, we do. Okay. With the adults, well, I usually call them wedges in parallel. I think you should with Rebecca, though. She uh, likes I food. think adults understand <laughs> yeah. pizza and French fry. Yeah. 
Maybe just suggesting you should always reference food. Just really <laughs> pizza and french fries. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, it has been a blast. And, yeah. I, and one thing in closing, as I'll say, Montana's first ski hill, absolutely amazing experience. But now what you know is you are in good hands yes. if things go south. Yes. Which... It's really just a matter of time if things go south for some people. <laughs> that's just how their and life some works. People. <laughs> like, it's just a given that that's going to happen. Mm. So plan your trip. It sounds like the perfect weekend to come. The first perfect weekend would be December 9th. Yes. Do the ski. Open day at Showdown. Pray for snow. Yeah. Pray for snow. Um, then go to then Banff. Go to Banff mm-hmm. Eat at our local restaurants. Yep. Stay in our local properties drink in our local establishments after you're done skiing use our local ride home system (laughs) yeah Yeah. sounds like Mm -hmm. a really fun weekend december 9th uh here in great falls a lot going on Mm -hmm. if folks uh do want to pick up their tickets for the bamp film festival again our website is gfskipatrol.org and we do have a structure on there to buy tickets online uh, a person can also just visit Bighorn Outdoor Specialists in downtown mm-hmm. Great Falls and not only get their tickets there, but, of course, get outfitted with get all kinds gear. of winter outdoor gear. That's a phenomenal uh, that way you're resource not, here in That town. way you're not using your fishing waders. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't pants. use your fishing waders. And, yeah. and anyone who buys a... Uh, a ticket for Banff at Bighorn is going to get entered into a special additional uh, uh, swag prize from Rab. Ooh. Oh. There you go. More prices for you. And Rab is a uh, is just an incre- in, incredible uh, uh, clothing uh, making uh, uh, coats and uh, mm. uh, okay. down coats and things like nice. that. Nice, so. good stuff. So if all of that was lost on you, you can always go to visit greatfallsmontana.org, which you're all familiar with because I say it all the time. And, and that we'll have info band on the show festival notes. is listed on our events page. Yes, it is. So thank you all for keeping us safe. Thanks for sharing the not horrid stories about death and dismemberment <laughs> from the ski hill yeah which happens if you're not smart so be smart <laughs> be and smart ski safe yes and until we see your bright smiling happy joyful face here in great falls montana we hope you are creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you are we'll see you soon we are no damn experts is the recorded claims from great falls montana covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town Damn, that felt good.